This is KYUK, public radio for the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. I'm Sage Smiley. The Federal Bureau of Land Management will hold a public hearing in Bethel on February 13th on a proposed removal of land protections for 28 million acres of wilderness throughout Alaska. The hearing was initially set to be held earlier this month, but was rescheduled because weather conditions prevented travel to Bethel. The wilderness lands are known as D1 lands and were set aside after the passage of the landmark 1971 Alaska Native Claims Settlement Act, also known as ANCSA. They have been off-limits to development ever since. Public opinion about the proposed removal of protections for the 28 million acres of D1 lands is mixed. Millions of acres of the land in question lie in the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. Among those D1 lands are thousands of acres surrounding the site of the proposed Donnellan Gold Mine, about 145 miles northeast of Bethel. If developed, Donnellan would be one of the largest open-pit gold mines in the world. The Chalista Corporation, representing around 34,000 shareholders across western Alaska, owns the subsurface rights to the proposed mine site. But Chalista officials have said the corporation currently opposes removing protections for D1 lands in the Yukon-Kuskokwim region. Dozens of tribes across interior and western Alaska have also joined conservation groups to oppose removing protections, which they say would directly threaten indigenous ways of life. The Bureau of Land Management's draft environmental impact statement on the proposed status change for D1 lands says removing protections could lead to a loss of subsistence priority for rural residents if the state of Alaska gains ownership of those lands. The rural subsistence priority is an issue at the core of an ongoing lawsuit brought by the federal government against the state over management of Kuskokwim River fisheries. Alaska Senators Lisa Murkowski and Dan Sullivan have both voiced strong support for removing the protections and have introduced federal legislation touting the benefits of potential development. The state of Alaska is also currently suing the federal government, claiming the protections were meant to be temporary. In a 2021 press release, Governor Mike Dunleavy said the D1 lands had been locked up as de facto parks. On the industry side, Alaska Miners Association has echoed the governor's criticisms of the current protections for D1 lands. Federal officials will hold a public meeting to hear input on the proposed removal of protections for D1 lands in the cafeteria at Gladys Jung Elementary on Tuesday, February 13th from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. After being postponed for a month because of a thaw-up in mid-January, 15 mushers ran a snowy Bogus Creek 150 sled dog race over the weekend. In the end, the defending champion raced his way to victory for the second year in a row. Here's a report. Queethlook's Raymond Alexi successfully defended his title in the 2024 Bogus Creek 150 sled dog race, beating out 14 other teams to win the race in just over 18 hours. I'm tired and sore. Okay. <laughs> I'm mainly kicking and ski pulling and running from uh, coming back okay. when I got to the Cusco. Alexi arrived at the finish line shortly after sunrise on Sunday, February 11th. It was, it was um, smoother than coming back. Coming back was a challenge because of um, headwind and uh, snow, wet snow and um got really slow. 
It's his third win of the regional racing season this winter. Alexi has won every race he's entered since 2022, except this year's Cuscoquim 300, which he didn't finish. Throughout the first half of the race, Alexi worked his way up the field and arrived at the Bogus Creek checkpoint in the lead, just one minute ahead of rookie Darren George, who was hot on Alexi's tail. Alexi grew that narrow lead throughout the second half of the race and said he was focused on the race and wasn't aware of anyone behind him. I just took off from the checkpoint and left yeah. whoever was behind me, Darren. Ultimately, Alexi finished around five miles ahead of the second-place competitor, Bethel musher Pete Kaiser. Kaiser, a former Iditarod champion and multi-time winner of the Cuscoquim 300, said for him, the 2024 Bogus Creek 150 was a smooth and relatively uneventful race. I actually, a lot of the race didn't really even feel like a race because I was kind of by myself for a lot of it. So, um, But yeah, it was, it was good. I was hoping for a little snow to slow things down a bit. And we got it. But Kaiser said conditions weren't steady. It snowed on us a few times. Um, a couple of pretty heavy snow squalls and some wind at the end. And so a little bit of everything. Kaiser is a little over two weeks out from the Iditarod and told KYUK before this year's Bogus Creek 150 he would be running the race with a lot of flexibility and would try and keep the pace easy, keeping in mind his dogs have a much longer, slower race right on the horizon. The Bogus Creek 150's Rookie of the Year, 48-year-old Darren George of Akiachuk, came in third place. The 15-team field was a fairly even split between former champions and racers new to the Bogus 150. The six former winners competing include defending champ Raymond Alexi, as well as Kaiser, 2021 winner Richie Deal, and 2019 winner Jason Pavla. Conversely, almost half of the 15 teams had never run the race before. While Raymond Alexi stretched his lead throughout the second half of the Bogus 150, the race behind the winner was less set. Pete Kaiser steadily gained through the second half, passing Aaron Alexi, who came in fifth, and Rookie of the Year Darren George, who came in third. The other Kaiser Racing Kennels team, run by Richie Deal, also steadily picked off teams throughout the early morning to secure fourth place. This year's Bogus Creek 150 was overall a slower race than last year. Winner Alexi finished just over two hours slower than his winning time last year. He takes home at least $12,000 from a $75,000 total race purse, one of the largest race purses in the sport after the Iditarod and Cuscoquim 300. His Bogus Creek 150 win also brings Alexi closer to another win in the Cuscoquim 300's Delta Championship Series, which he swept in its inaugural year last year. The next in the five-race series is the February 50 doubles, scheduled for February 24th. With reporting from Evan Erickson and Charlie Charlie, in Bethel, I'm Sage Smiley. In local sports news, Bethel's Warriors and Lady Warriors competed at the 46th annual Valdez Elks Basketball Tournament over the weekend in Valdez. Both teams finished in third place. 
On Friday, the Warriors and Lady Warriors both started the first round of the tournament playing the Seward Seahawks. Both beat their opponents. The Warriors won 41-37 against the Seahawks, and the Lady Warriors won 49-31. Later that day, the Warrior boys lost to the Valdez Buccaneers 35-53 after making a last-second point right before the buzzer to end the game on a high note. The Lady Warriors also played the Valdez Lady Buccaneers in the second round of the tournament on February 9th and also lost 37-52. The next day, Saturday, February 10th, the Lady Warriors won against the Gnome Nanooks 46-29, finishing in third place. Seniors Ali Alexi and Isabel Lieb made the all-tournament team. The Warrior boys played the Kenai cards in the game to decide third place and fifth place on Saturday and won 53-35, securing third overall in the boys' tournament. Junior Madden Cockcroft and senior Greg Turner were chosen as tournament all-stars. The Warriors and Lady Warriors will play Kotzebue this coming weekend. The boys will travel north while the Lady Warriors will host the Kotzebue Lady Huskies at home at the Warrior Dome. This is KYUK News. I'm Sage Smiley. Kwayana Chuknuk for listening. Please share your news tips, comments, or suggestions. You can email us at news at kyuk.org or message us on Facebook. And stay tuned for Yuktun Ganamchit coming up. <laughs>